Hello, friends, and welcome to the last Gosh Darn Fiasco of 2016. We put out 20 episodes this year. What a completely wonderful, fun experience. <laughs> In this episode, we play the brand new museum playset, which was written by us. Uh, it's a playset based on the songs of the Double Clicks. That's the band I'm in. This playset was a stretch goal on the Kickstarter for your album, President Snakes. True. Yeah. The playset will be available online for free very soon if you want to play. Yes. Stay tuned to Twitter and Facebook at Gosh Darn Fiasco and thedoubleclicks.com for information on how to get it soon. We're so excited that it's finally done. Almost. Well, almost. So what's about to happen? So in every episode of our podcast, we have some friends on to play a game of Fiasco, which is a game from Bully Pulpit Games with a great set of rules to tell a fun story. You'll hear us telling you which details we chose from our museum playset, and then we'll improvise a real weird story with aliens and science, and there's a little stuffed animal uh, called Mr. Bear, and we take turns setting up scenes. It's it's pretty self-explanatory. Thank all of you so much for listening this year. For the amazing messages and fan art and tweets of your favorite quotes, it means so much that you're listening, and we love hearing from you. Please keep tweeting and Facebooking in and telling us about the guests and episodes you like, and we will... I don't know, like that, and then make more episodes next year, hopefully? Yeah, we will. Thank you so much. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. We'll see you next year. Oh. Hello and welcome to Gosh Darn Fiasco. I am Angela M. Weber, and here's my co-host. Hey, I'm Richard Molina. And we have two fabulous guests. Lucia Fasano, for one. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And Will Hindmarch is here. Hi, y'all. All the way from Chicago. All the way. All the way. From I made Ch- it. I am. I am fully here. Completely. I'm not present. partway from Chicago. Yes, you made the whole trek. Uh, Will, you are a gamesman and writer. Uh, yes, a writer, graphic designer, game designer, and narrative designer. And you're wonderful oh, at all you. of those things. We have played one of your playsets on the podcast before. The you, zoo. You, you played have, the zoo, yeah. You have been present on the podcast before, the Dragon Slayers episode. This is true. Okay, great. We're on the same page. I remember both of those things occurring in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And Lucia is a comedian, writer, musician, performer. Yeah. You have great hair. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. Uh, and we're very excited to be here. Today we are going to be playing the playset that we have tentatively called The Museum, which is a playset that Richard and I wrote. It was a stretch goal on the last Double Clicks Kickstarter to make a Double Clicks themed fiasco playset. And this is the first time it has ever been seen by eyes other than ours. I'm so excited. I sent it to Will. And now you're going to be able to see it. Um, this is not a final version of the the intro, but maybe, Lucia, would you mind reading it? Just I, I would love to. The beta version. Everybody can alpha, I guess. Alpha version. Wow, my sure. eyes are burning. This is so like exclusive. I feel so cool. <laughs> yeah, you should. Okay. Should that statue be moving? Should that skeleton be moving? Should the walls be moving? It's a busy day at the Portland Science, History, Space, and Time Institute and Museum. Research projects are coming to a head. Important artifacts are going missing. Investors are visiting for an important inspection. And, of course, it's one of those darn campfire scout lock-ins. Employees, visitors, and uninvited guests are all part of the mix tonight. And like you learned at those chemistry exhibits, just one wrong ingredient could make the whole thing blow up in your face. Embedding shards of glass just everywhere. Metaphorically. Metaphorically? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Nice. Well, yeah, we named the museum the Portland Science History Space 
Time Institute and Museum, Space and Time History. We were going to come up with like a clever acronym, but instead came up with something that is completely unpronounceable. Yeah. It's like STEM, which I'm very proud of. I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. The push STEM. And uh, as we do every time on Fiasco, we are going to begin by building our characters by getting a set of relationships, needs, locations, and objects. Um, Let's just recap uh, real quick. Um, I'm Angela, and with Will, I have a relationship trouble, mansplainer, and undercover alien, and we have the object scientific proof of the missing link. I'm Lucia, and with Angela, I um, have a... We are friends who finish each other's... Sentences. And um, our rad object, oh jeez, is the only good burrito in the cafeteria. I'm Italian, I gesture a lot, I might hit things, I'm <laughs> trying fine. not to. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, and I'm Richard, and with Lucia we have uh, an awkward relationship uh, where one of us is a Spock impersonator and the other is the unrequited crush. Um, we also have a need to survive the night with the help of Mr. Bear. And I remain Will Hindmarch, and with Richard, I have uh, a location in the Research and Restoration Wing uh, involving, don't tell anyone, the Nuclear Turtle Experimentation Chamber. Yeah. Which will be interesting because our familial relationship is one of an unstoppable force and an immovable object. (laughs) I think that's a metaphor. I think. I don't remember the song. It's a metaphor for Batman and the Joker. Oh. I thought one was like a train and one was a (laughs) rock or something. So which one of you wants to be a train? Which one of you is the rock? The rock? Is the rock here? Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, this is the part where we uh, try to figure out anything we need to figure out before we start playing. For example, which one of us will will be a mansplainer and which one of us will be an undercover alien? Well, which one is more like play and which one of them is more like work? (laughs) (laughs) This is a fair question. My, My instinct is to not be the mansplainer just because I feel like I... You're worried. If I do it well, I won't be happy with myself. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I can be a mansplainer. That's fine with me. And you're an undercover alien. Which one of you, Rich and Lucia, is going to be the Spock impersonator? Okay, I'm not very good at doing a Spock impression, but that's okay. Like <laughs> that's true. So it's yeah. one. Or, it's someone that's probably seen way more Star Trek, and someone that <laughs> he just knows he more about hasn't Leonard seen Nimoy. as much Star Trek as one would think. How about this? Let's let's hear each one of you raise one eyebrow so that we know <laughs> yeah, how okay. much it sounds like Spock raising one eyebrow. Uh-huh. All right, let's hear it. Okay, that was a noise. That was I, I think the squinting while you're trying to do it. <laughs> the, also, the unrequited crush doesn't specify which one of you has an unrequited crush not. on the other, yeah. which is possibly a writing error or leaving it up to your interpretation. We can figure that out in game. Wait, what was your guys's again? We are an unstoppable force and an immovable object. And we are family. We are. I'm very kind of curious about being an unstoppable force because I also have Mr. Bear over here. And I kind of feel like I'm going to oh. end up being a child of some kind. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's great because I like the idea of the alien being an immovable object. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. You're an alien, but not a Spock impersonator. No, no, no. It's perfect. I may have opinions about the whole Spock impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Very offensive. That's not what Vulcans sound like. <laughs> oh, Vulcan. Uh, I should write that down. <laughs> oh, my. The other oh. question, of course, is that if I'm an undercover alien and we're family, I mean, I'm not very smart. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think d- that's fine. Does somebody want to work at the museum? I feel like at least someone should. Oh, I will. That's fine. Okay. I can do both. And I, f- I figure I was sort of 
like doesn't have to be this but just from the opening mm -hmm. like if it at all are students or campers mm -hmm. at the museum then I feel like I could be hired as entertainment or some sort of okay are you a Spock impersonator is I that think what we so. decided? Okay, cool. But I, I don't have to be. No, I'm I'm very I excited. I think Spock impersonators are really cool. He <laughs> <laughs> has a little crush on you. It's just the job. <laughs> that makes sense. Because um, a child Spock impersonator, while amazing. Uh, I mean, again, we can do whatever we want. Um, okay, so we have a burrito. We're friends. So you think you're like a freelancer? Or do you think you could be like the in-house entertainment expo person yeah like in the that part of the the sort of pop science part of the museum yeah. kind of i'm down uh i think we should listen to a little bit of music we won't hear it but they will just oh. and we'll write down some character names and if we need uh any other information and then we'll introduce ourselves when we come right back here on gosh darn fiasco <laughs> we've written down our character names and Lucia, would you like to begin? Sure. Um, I am a Rusty Belt, um, a uh, an actor at the local community college, um, and my uh, day and night job is I um, am a Spock impersonator at the museum, the Portland Science Etc. Museum, um, and I'm also BFFs with uh, Bones. Yeah, you. Uh, I'm Wally. And um, I'm here at the museum. I'm really, really excited to be at the museum. What's that? What's it? Can we go see that? Can we go see that? Is that okay? Okay. Don't, we'll just, don't we'll, touch that, Wally. We'll go see it later. It's okay. Look, look with your um, eyes, not with your hands. Uh, I'll just okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll do. I'll just be here with Mr. Bear, um, walking through a museum. It's cool. I like it here. Age nine. You would say uh, uh, Nathan Allian. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a close enough a, a pronunciation for my name. Okay. Uh, I am a. Uh, Blandly handsome, as you can tell by looking at me. Yes. Middle-aged white male of indeterminate height. Indeterminate height. No one agrees. He's about yeah, about about yay high. About yay, yay and high. a half. Yay high. About yeah. half. Uh, yay and a third. Okay. Um, <laughs> with a very museum uh, curate curator wardrobe. I have elbow patches. Oh, and, big time. And uh, one of one of the shoulders of my sweater has the little leather strap protector thing. And uh, uh, sweater vest, I should say, Big necktie, time. and uh, bifocals, and yeah, great. Yeah, uh, I'm very. I'm, I, I look very much like 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 an ordinary person. No reason to suspect. No. Nobody suspects a thing. Uh, my name is Bones Dudeman. <laughs> I am the senior <laughs> tour guide here at the Portland Science and History Space and Time Museum and Institute. I have been here a long time, and I know everything about everything, even new information that has been provided to me and I have ignored. I certainly know more about it than anyone else. And me and Rusty, we go by, way back. Way back. Way back. Although you don't quite know an, as much about Spock as I do. Uh, I could explain a lot to you. I just have the cheekbones. <laughs> if I only had those cheekbones, I could finally get some respect. Uh, and now we begin. Uh, does anyone want to start? Or I'm always happy to. Well, uh, we all want you to be happy, Angela, so uh, it would make you happy. I would love to be happy. Uh, <laughs> it would be great. Um, so I think uh, Wally is visiting the museum. Yeah. Uh, visiting your brother, Nathan. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I'm going to give you a tour okay. of the museum. 
Um, and uh, Lucia, would you like to play another person I on would the love tour? To. Perhaps you're you're here. There's like a every couple months, every quarter, we have like a lock-in at yeah. night, yeah, where the Sounds kids good. can come and look at all the skeletons and stuff. It's very spooky. So Ooh. that's what we're beginning. Step on in. Hello. Uh, my name is Bones Dudeman. You can call me Mr. Dudeman or Sir Dudeman. Oh, Sir Dudeman? Okay. Yes. Hi. Sir Dudeman. Yeah. So uh, have either of you been to the museum before? Yeah, I've been here a bunch. Great. Yep. Just been to the Maritime Museum. It's just a lot of boats. A lot of fakers over there. They only have one kind of history. We have all kinds of history and future history here at the Portland Science History Space and Time Institute and Museum. We have it all. Whoa. Condemn yeah. them now out loud to me. I what? condemn them. Good work. Thanks. Nice. What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Tarmi. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful to meet you, Tarmi. Well, as we walk in the door here, has <gasps> any, either, any of you uh, ever seen a door before? What? So it's uh, sort of what... Uh, separates one room or from the outside or from another room. You'll see here this is a hinge. And this uh, this is how you will use the door. The hinges were invented in uh, probably the mid-1800s by a very smart man. And uh, you can just use those to walk through the door. Did Any questions? It's a door? Oh. I thought you said something else. Door. You said door? Yes. Oh. Uh, well, what's that? Okay, uh, of course, right here in the entryway, we have the giant T-Rex skeleton. Yes. Very Whoa. popular member of the team here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, Can I climb it? Can I climb it right now? You may not climb it, Why not? Wally. What? Wally. I Why bet can't you I climb can't it? climb it. I bet I can. No, get back here. What are Wait, you doing? What? Wally. Oh, oh thank God hi. you're here, Nathan. Whoa. Hey, hey, hey Nathan. Hello, Wally. How are your parents? They're good. Aren't you brothers? I thought you said your brother was visiting. This is why I inquired about the parents. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I was just about to explain this T-Rex skeleton we have here. And I was going to climb it. No, he wasn't. What no, I you, was. What I was you totally going to climb it. One of you is correct, and it is not Wally. Uh, Dr. <sighs> Dudeman. Yes. Is it... Uh, uh, is it time for the tour already? I didn't realize the children were here. Yes, it's the tour. You see, I always do a tour every day uh, at 9 o'clock and at 10 o'clock, and then I do another one at 11 o'clock, then at 12, then at 1, then at 2 p.m., then at 3 p.m., and 4 p.m. This is the 4 p.m. tour. Whoa. It is time for the 4 p.m. tour already. It's time for the 4 p.m. tour. I'm so glad you're here. See, the tour is when Time I, just spins on and on on this planet, doesn't it? Uh, yes. What's your curatorial expertise again? You're not in the time section, clearly. Oh, some someday I hope, but of course I don't know anything about space and time. Sure. Natural history. Great. Well, maybe you could tell the nice people about the T-Rex here. This is, what is your name again? Tarmy. This is Tarmy. Tarmy probably doesn't know anything at all. About I, Tarmy, it is nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So I heard that the dinosaurs were, were dragons that were buried by the devil to look like... There were dinosaurs. Hmm. This is a popular misconception among many of your kind. The truth, of course, is that the dragons of which you speak came to this planet eons ago on an ark known as... I don't think that's it. I know about the ark, so there is like Noah's ark, and then the dragons came... Listen, I have a script for this tour, and I would like to use it at this time. 
to talk primarily about this T-Rex skeleton, who discovered it, and how long it's been at the museum, and the various maintenance efforts on the fossils, and what the different chemicals are we use to clean and maintain all of the fossils here at the museum are. I I have about 10 minutes on that that I would like to begin, Excuse if me. you could stop talking Excuse nonsense Excuse about me. it. Excuse me. Yes, Can well. you carry my sleeping bag? It's really heavy, and I don't, I don't know where to put it, and um, I'm just ready to have Kid, a pillow. You children do not understand the importance of proper maintenance and restoration, which is the primary function of this museum. What? Not to wonder at dragons or arcs, but to instead think about chemicals and preservation. What about lasers? Are there lasers? Yeah, lasers. Yeah, we want to see lasers. Yeah, like in the like laser tag, laser. Yeah, is there laser tag? Yeah. Lasers are pretty rad. Yeah. This is not about rad. This is about correct and history. You know what? You show these kids where to put their sleeping bags. I'm going to get ready for my five o'clock tour. Did you know that a Tyrannosaurus Rex could eat as many as a dozen Voldrani supplicants in a single sitting? Whoa. Let me show you where to put your belongings. Wow. Brother's so cool. He's really cool. I bet you can't eat that many Voldrami. I can't. Vol- I can eat a lot of cereal. Like a lot? Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. You, really eat, good. you eat the like, you eat it. It's like, ugh, you have to barf. I know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Rusty? Flashback to... A couple of hours before the uh, night began, yep. and uh, Bones and um, Rusty are in the uh, locker room mm-hmm. of the museum, just kind of getting ready for the night, uh, talking about life and the night. Sounds great. Hey, uh, hey, Bones. Hello, Rusty. You are caffeinated up? I am. I just ate the last good burrito in the cafeteria. <laughs> the... L- Wait, the the last? Well, you know how they make about 10 good burritos a day? And yeah. And the rest of them are crap? Yeah. The last good one. But, but, but... It's important that I'm I have good food because I'm the tour guide, you know? Yeah, but, like, I'm also, like, you know, like, we went, we went this together, like, you know, like, we talked about how those burritos are so good and we both yes. want to eat them. Yeah. So, like, maybe... You know, maybe you wouldn't... Like, you know I got a carbo load before I'm Spock. It's true. Uh, you know, I didn't think about that, uh, our friendship, um, when I ate that burrito, and I apologize. Uh, I will go get you the last good piece of pizza in the cafeteria if you'd like. You know I blow in my in my top. I know your top bloats. <laughs> it's a really bloaty top. I just thought... It's important to look slim in those costumes uh, in in the original Star Trek series. They all worked out a lot. Yeah, I mean, like they they didn't have spanks back then. They but they had like some girdles. Yeah. But like, so I try to wear the authentic girdle. Girdle, but it's like really. I think it's got like lead on it. Yeah, yeah. and like asbestos. It's not. Yeah, but safe. you look great. Thanks, but I'm so hungry. Like I'm always thinking about you, like all the time. Thinking about my food. Our friendship. Oh, you care for me. Yeah, it's like I were like I remember when it was like my birthday party. Yes. Oh seven, and you were running late because of balloons. You know, balloons. Yeah, because you care about me, and I didn't eat anything for hours while I waited. For me. For you. And the balloons. And the balloons. I love balloons. I understand. Well, um, I I can be more conscientious to your food needs. Tonight, uh, I will bring you a snack in the middle of your Spock impersonation presentation. Because I do have a tour 
at five o'clock and then another at six o'clock and then one at seven o'clock and then one at eight o'clock and somewhere in there i can i can have maybe i'll make you a burrito using materials Okay, I just, the thing is, like, you have those breaks. Like, you, you're basically barely working tonight. And, like, I have to be Spock the whole time. Wow. Um, uh, wow. I mean, I am, I'm working quite a lot, I would say. But you, like, you get, like, a break. Like, you get to, like, go to the water fountain. I have to always be, you get to be Bones. I have to be, yeah. you get to be the dude man. I just have to be I am the dude man. Spock. I don't get any, you know, of yeah. my own... Breathing time. I mean, some would say it's an honor to be Spock always. But, like, okay, like... You know, to live Spock, to, to use the water fountain as Spock. I envy you. If only I had those cheekbones. I know, man. And but they, I, I'll get you a snack. Okay. During my break. Thanks. Now, are you worried about anything happening tonight? I don't like know. Like the last time? Don't, you're not supposed to bring up last time well i know none of us are allowed to talk about it but uh i feel like there was some stuff moving in the night that wasn't supposed to be moving i mean i keep telling people no one listens but you believe me don't you rusty i i mean you know friends friends forever i always believe you i just don't know really believe me no i do i just like i think that like you were very like weary from a long night of instructing Mm-hmm. And you may have seen things that weren't really not real. weren't not real. weren't not not weren't real, but were real. Not unnecessarily real. I like that we finish each other's sentences. Me too. It's like we're Period. always on the same page. Pages. We haven't grown apart at all. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, have a good night tonight, and um, spock it up. Okay, but just when you when you come in to bring me that burrito, yeah. you have to be like in character. So if you could just be, because I don't want to break out of the reality. So if you could like pretend you're a character from Star Trek, I wonder which one I would fit best as. Um, could be. Nothing comes to mind immediately. Kirk's dad that dies. Yeah, Kirk's dad that dies. Okay. And instead of being called Bones, I'll be called Kirk's dad that dies. Sounds good. That sounds great. I'm in. All right. See you then. See you then. Is that what you wanted to happen? Is that it? I think so. I don't know how men are in friendships. <laughs> that's it. That's pretty good. That's pretty. That's yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot of like, man, see you later. Well, yeah, it, it usually involves apologizing for somebody else's food that you ate, so that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. Uh, all right. I think our tour needs to continue um, back in the present, and I don't know where we're going with these, you know, where we're going to be camping out for the night or anything. But I feel like we need to go down like a hallway in the research and restoration wing. Um, oh, so I just, I wanted to say that uh, I brought Mr. Bear along because you, you gave him to me for my birthday and I've never left him anywhere. Um, so th- thanks for that. You, you said to make sure, make sure you bring him with you just in case things get really bad. And uh, everyone from my school was sick, so I figured that was a bad time. There's only, I'm the only kid from my school here. Mr. Bear did not get sick, did he? No, 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 no. Mr. Bear's fine. It so. is very important that Mr. Bear stay well. I, yeah, you, you said that. So, I mean, I, mean I, I set him up every night. You know, he's, he's sitting up in the bed. I put, like, food and water nearby just in case. And it's always gone in the morning because, you know, mom and dad come in and they drink it all and eat it all. Well, clearly. 
Um, yes. Mr. Bear wouldn't do that on his own. Um, but you told me to do it, and I've been doing it. Uh, what's uh, what's that door over there? That that door, it's got like a... Beyond that door is where we feed carcasses to the flesh-eating beetles. Whoa! What? That room is off limits. Wait, I want to see it? This way. <laughs> that room is off limits. Okay, okay, but what about what about that room right there? I mean, this this hallway is really boring. Once the skeletal remains of the animals have been reprocured from the flesh-eating beetles, we polish them in that room and sometimes adorn them with antlers so as to tell people that jackalopes are real. What? Wow. This museum is so cool. I that bet, room is off limits. I bet you won't go in that room, Wally. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go in that room. Wally. I bet you won't, Wally. I think I'm going to. I'm going to go in that room. This door is very locked. <laughs> we lock that door more than usual. Oh, wow. An unusual amount. That makes that makes some sense. Not the one with the flesh-eating beetles. Not the maximum amount. No, no that, that no. door is not locked the maximum amount. Okay. But the, the bone polishing room is locked more than is or is normal for a door. I know you couldn't do it, Wally. I'm yeah. shut up. I'm gonna do it later. <laughs> He's your brother. Can't you like? Can't you like pull the brother card? Yeah, I play the brother card. I mean, that doesn't brother. like it when I pull the brother card. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, you're not going to be played with at all tonight. Okay, well, maybe if I can't go in that room, what about that room right there? The one with the big symbol, it's like a circle, and there's like three triangles on it. I don't know what that means, um, but that room looks really, really cool. That room used to be radioactive and was part of a failed bomb shelter. Now we use it for research and development. What kind of research and development? Can I go? Let's go see. Let's go see it. It's got a bomb shelter? That's really cool. Let's go in there. It has a former bomb shelter. Okay, but still, it's got like like food all along the walls and stuff like that and i don't know what else goes in a bomb shelter um couches to yes. hang out in until the bombs are all gone right let's say yes okay so let's go in there yeah yeah i'm hungry well that's fair because actually i have my lunch in there so i suppose as long as i'm eating lunch in there you will still be supervised Ooh. yeah yeah let's go in there let's yeah. do it that all sounds right. great all right very well i'm gonna touch everything that would not be permissible. What can I lick in here? I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, you can have this bag of potato chips, and I suppose you could lick as many potato chips as you want. Yes. Whoa, they're so favorite. old. Lick them all. <laughs> the only truly potable and edible food in this room, is, as it turns out, is something I snuck out of the cafeteria. What? It is the 11th and truly last edible burrito from this day. Whoa. Whoa. Do you want to see what happens if I heat it up in the radioactive containment chamber? <gasps> yeah! Tarmi, would you take a quick peek in there and tell me if there's any turtles in that room? Oh, yeah. Dude, that room's got turtles? People always ask me to do that. Okay. You're the turtle spotter, Tarmi. You decided that so long ago. Oh, I so, love my friends. So lame. I'm just licking the potato chips. I'm, this is way cooler than that, but go ahead. Oh my god, such a nerd. Okay, um, I... Don't see any turtle. Wait, I see like a rock. It's like glowing. Does it have uh, legs and a head? Um, um, I see like, I, I don't, I see like a little tail, like kind of like going back and forth. It looks mm. like tentacles. You know, like the Pokemon tentacles? Yes, the Pokemon <laughs> Perhaps you should inspect more closely. Oh, and take this burrito with you. Oh, can can I go in? I can... Yes, please. You get to go in? 
Whoa, this seems so safe. Tommy's gonna give a burrito to a weird tentacle turtle. That's awesome. Oh my god. I wanna do that. Can we do that? Why are you closing the door, Nathan? It's really the safest way to proceed. Well, that makes just sense. Okay, you guys, just save me some some s'mores. I'll be right back. Um, Wally, do you see that switch on the wall? Yeah. Under no circumstances are you to touch that switch. Oh, oh pardon me one second. I have to go to the refrigerator. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear it? We're not supposed to touch that switch. I bet you can't touch the switch. I'm totally got to touch that switch. Well, this is a weird looking turtle. You like burritos, turtle? Oh, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to flip the switch right now. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Tarmy was great. Tarmy. <laughs> Tarmy. I suspect we have not seen the last of Tarmy. We have just seen the last of Tarmy in a human form. <gasps> what? Okay. I don't know. By the way, my kid's name is Gormy. Tarmy and Gormy. <laughs> I saw the note. I was like, do I know you, Gormy or do I? So good. I feel like we know each other. We spot turtles. Yeah. You spot turtles. <laughs> I spot snakes, I think. <laughs> not an alien I mean Nathan okay so it's not a flash back exactly Ooh. it sort of is but because of the space and time part of the department what's important to know I think is that what, we're, what we'll do is we will um, occupy the moment when Tarmi is outside of space time in the device okay and Nathan is uh, 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 Nathan excuse me um, is uh, uh, communicating with Tarmi outside of space-time before... Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see where this goes, but in this moment when the switch has been flipped and uh, uh, this, this scene essentially happens between scenes in a, 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 a space and time adjacent to your reality. Ooh. Uh, so when I open the refrigerator door, inside the refrigerator I have my transmission array that I can use to communicate. It looks like um, uh, uh, Sunny Delight, a bottle of Sunny Delight, but of course that's just how it appears to your human perception. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, while I appear to drink directly from the bottle of Sunny Delight, what I can actually then do is, is commune with what is going on inside the machine. Um, and what I'm, what I'm hoping to do, and this is the first thing I will say, is uh, uh, in my most normal human voice. Tarmi, where you are presently located, is it the dawn of your species' time as a, well, as an identifiable being. What I would like to know is if you can see any creatures there with you that might resemble early humans. Whoa! This is crazy! It is possible I have not made the wisest selection of people to send back to the dawn of your species. But I will try again if necessary. Just do your best, Tarmy. Um, I spy with my little eye. Yes. Um, I see... Well, it, it like it's like you know, like there's like the three bears. I'm familiar with your ursine creatures, yes. So it's like a little bear, but it doesn't have porridge. Um, and it's like, but it's like it's kind of like grunting, mm. and it's like it's, it's like it's like really scary. And then there, it's like it's like, but it's it's got like a rock. And it's like taking that rock and it's like smashing it against a creepy fish. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen it. And then there's like, it's like a monkey, but it, 
but it's got like sort of like a hobbit foot. <laughs> Magnificent. You do not happen to have a personal communi- uh, cell phone with you, do you, Tarmi? Do children have cell phones? Oh, yeah. I've got an iPhone XS. Fantastic. S. If you could, please, at this moment, snap a pic of what you see. What filter? Uh, anything color, not black and white. None of those really washed out, sort of grainy, like uh, uh, Juno filters or anything. I would prefer something colorful that really enhances the... But, but, but anything is fine. Okay. Okay, I'll say snap a pic. Okay, there's... Okay. So, it's cut. Okay, I used the primordial ooze filter. Excellent. You are a natural at this, Tarmy. Thanks. That's why they call me Tarmy. Now it is time to bring you back in corporeal form to the present. Whoa, I'm going to be a corporal? Sure. Yes, I will promote you to corporal, Tarmy. You'll be a corporal in the intergalactic temporal fleet at such time as my commander deems it so. Field promotions are very rare, but you can ask Dr. Dudeman about that. When we get back, it is important that you show that picture to no one. Aye, aye, Captain. Very good. Now, I will attempt to get Wally to deactivate the device. If something goes wrong, it is possible that you will not materialize all at once, but throughout the museum in a various series of ghost-like images and forms, it is important that you not tell anyone about this mission. Okay, so it's a lot like puberty. I'm just gonna... I'm not familiar with that. Okay. I won't tell anybody. Except for Mr. Bear. (laughs) You mean Commander Mr. Bear. Oh, that was creepy AF. <laughs> um, I think I would like to flash forward uh, to about 9 o'clock p.m. Spock is doing, like, the, the chemistry demonstration. You just kind of put stuff in the volcano and then it explodes. Um, and I am uh, bringing you your burrito and uh, giving a tour to some kids. It's just constant tours. That's the whole lock-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I get in charge of programming and I get a little excited um and then what happens in this uh i think maybe uh a vision of uh tarmy might sort of be ghosting in and out like inside the volcano (laughs) and i have to explain that away for the children are you ready to be a a child well yeah i'm trying to hang on i need a good name yeah (laughs) it's a good name like gourmet uh sure my kid is uh vittoria victoria no vittoria vittoria v-i-t-t-o-r-i-a Great. All right. <laughs> and if you step this way, you will see Mr. Spock himself fighting the magic Klingon volcano. <gasps> what? Y- yes, you see. Um, if, if you put this uh, this Vulcan baking soda into this here volcano. <laughs> volcano. That's right. Copyright volcano. Uh, Did you just swear? No, Victoria. She's. What wildly. kind of baking soda did you say that was? It, Vulcan. Oh. Clearly a Vulcan. Shut, shut, I'm putting Vul- the, I'm shut putting your Vulcan mouth, <laughs> Vittoria. Spock is speaking. Sorry. Yes, I am very, very smart, as you know. So, this is how the chemical reactions work 
my gosh, look at how the chemical reactions are working. This is so cool. Uh, would you like to, Wally? What? Uh, would you like to put something in the volcano? Just anything? Just anything? We can just put anything in the volcano? That's right. Okay, okay, okay. Because I got all these potato chips that I licked all the salt off. I'm going to put them in here. It's a gross boy. It's been a long night already. Yeah, it's so long it makes you want to eh? sleep. <laughs> That's right. We go back. Back in oh. the Starfleet. Yeah. Huh. Starfleet? Yeah, this is uh, James Tiberius' dad. I'm James Tiberius' dad. That's oh. right. This is my old oh. buddy, my son's friend, Spock. Leonard Spock. Is this, yep. what, this is from one of the, the movies, right? Yes. Okay. I don't get to watch those yet. I'm Chris Hemsworth. Who? Uh, I feel like we need to update our references. Oh, yeah, for the kids. Do they? What do they watch now? Uh, BB-8. Yeah, BB-8. Oh, yeah, BB-8. BB-8. That's awesome. You see That's Spock's? so cool. Are you BB-8? Yes. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> you, you kids put some stuff in the volcano. Me and Mr. Spock are going to come over here, and um, if you see anything strange, uh, it's probably just the volcano. Okay. Uh, here's your here's your burrito, Rusty. Oh, thanks so much, Bones. Yeah. I just I've just been like so tired. I ran out of Spock things to say. <laughs> like it just was like. Did you already do live long and prosper? Well, I can't because I'll get sued. So I have to say right. live long and Spockter. <laughs> it's not yeah. a better thing, but. Do you do s- peace and long Spock also? I mean, yeah, but yeah, I don't know the kids these days. They're just so on on Snapchat. They're so on Snapchat. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse oh. me. Excuse. So I put some chips in the volcano, and yes. then and then a person came out, and they're they're floating right above the the volcano. Oh, Can no. you check? Uh, is that supposed to happen? Is that what science? Illogical. Does? Oh. Illogical. It's so weak sauce. There's no way that's real. No, it's right there. The sauce isn't weak. It's vinegar. It's very volatile. Yeah. It's not weak at all. I'm gonna go look at. <gasps> it's just like what happened last time. What? Last time? I mean, everybody get out of here. What? Don't listen. Don't listen to them. Just get the Volk out of here. But you said on that we're supposed to be here for 25 minutes before we get to go have snacks. And then and then you're going to continue the tour in the time wing. That's listen. right, Wally. If they leave, I don't get paid. But the, look at the volcano. I want Spock. I want Spock. Get I guess there's only the like kids three of us love here. Me. You need a little well, bit Well, Wally more. loves me. I took a picture yeah. of that fake effect, and Facebook says that it's Tarmy. What? What? It asks if I want to tag Tarmy in the picture. It says that's Tarmy up there. Tarmy? But that's, that's just a, a shaking, blurry image in smoke and steam. There's a rational explanation for the it. Whatever. Sure, now you're in character. <laughs> <laughs> so Rusty uh, got kind of afraid of what was going on and sort of concerned about her BFF bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're shaking. Did, did Rusty just refuse to look at the volcano? <laughs> yeah. And didn't see Tarmy? Yeah. He's like, nothing. No, it's logical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very lazy um, employee. Well, you can't move that well in your jacket. It's very tight. Yeah. It's a very In your tight. lead-lined corset. <laughs> so uh, how about I, I've decided to, I'm kind of just sort of frustrated that it all got thrown off. So I'm just sort of hurriedly um, moving on to the next exhibit. And uh, Wally with Mr. Bear is sort of chasing after me. I can't believe that Bones is just seeing things and messing everything up just like last year. I mean, 
you know, when we got this job together, I thought it'd be fun. I thought it'd be like a lark. Fun lark. Spock. What the? Spock. Jeepers, maybe this place is haunted. Maybe I'm just this is. It's Spock. It's Spock. Spock's right over there. Wally, I bet you won't touch Spock. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. No. No. I'm. I wouldn't do. No. Wally, I bet you won't do it. The kids don't even care about a Spock impersonator at the museum anyway. I mean. They don't. They don't care about any of that stuff. They just well, care I about bet you're in love Hunger Games. That's not. I'm not. That's yeah. You are. No, gross. That's <laughs> not. Well, if you aren't in love with Spock, then you should go touch them. Um. You gotta prove it. Okay. Okay. Elementary okay. school rules. Fine, Gormy. Gonna I'm gonna do it. You watch. Uh, do it. Okay. I'm immediately distracted. <laughs> Wally runs up, and tries to high five you. <laughs> you're Ah! Oh. Oh. oh ah, ah, hi. Hello. How's it going? Hi. Hey, hi. Good. And then uh, Rusty kind of like moves her fingers so that they can be the sort of the Star Trek way. She can't do it herself, so she kind of has to manually <laughs> give her something. She's like, "Hello, fellow Earthling." Uh, h- hello. Um, yeah, I'm just an Earthling. I was. Um, I was really. I liked your uh, volcano. The volcano was really great. The the volcano? The volcano. Yeah, I'm sorry. The volcano. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize. You you stopped. You were wrong. No, (laughs) you seem like a very smart little boy. Well, thank you. That's what Mr. Bear always says. Mr. Bear? Yeah, this is Mr. Bear. Can I meet Mr. Bear? Here, here. Wow. Hold him up. I'm a Mr. Too. Really? In character. But I'm really a woman. (laughs) This is Mr. Bear. Oh. Wave Mr. Bear. Oh, that's I have so to, I have to cute. wave for him because he can't wave on his own. I, a lot of people can. It's yeah. okay. Oh. Um, so I, I was really... So there's there's the volcano and there was like a person in the volcano. Did you see the person in the volcano? Uh, where, did, did Bones put you up to this? No, no, no. I saw it. I saw it with my own eyes. Mr. Bear saw it too. And um, I know that you are at work here because you're like the chief science museum officer and um, I was hoping that you could take us into, there's this room and it's like, there's there's a weird creature and a burrito in it. Can you take me into that room? A burrito? Because that's the last wait, time wait, I wait, saw. Wait, 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 a burrito? Yeah. <laughs> there's wait, a burrito in there. What was the other part? It, the, the, there was a room with a burrito? Yeah, I need you to, let's go there. Because you have all the keys to everything, right? Yeah, so I just, I have this really crappy burrito that my friend made me. Oh, no, this, this one's supposed me. to be really, really good. It was, okay. my brother said it was the 11th super burrito, like, awesome grid burrito. What? Yeah. That's, a, I, I can't told believe, there were only 10. I can't, they, like, apparently they make 11 every single day. Oh, my God. I mean, because, like, I just didn't want to tell, like, Bones that this burrito is literally disgusting, that this was just a napkin from the dispenser oh that she put gross some crushed up oyster crackers and some canned corn into doesn't she's not very good at burritos not very no but she's a good he's a good friend (laughs) and that's what's important but i can't eat this and and as you guys like round the corner um bones is like sitting under a water fountain just like crying (laughs) it's happening again it's happening again they're gonna be everywhere they're everywhere last time it was a turtle and the time before that it was a cat every time they materialize all around the muse rusty bones are you okay rusty do you have to get out of here what 
No, I mean, you just watch Night at the Museum a lot. Like, it's fine. There's no Sacagawea. There's no... Hey, we're going to get Night at the museum here. And that was my what? one job, was to keep this place from getting Night at the museum there was just my friend in the in the volcano. That's all. There's, first, Wait. it's your friend, and then it's Robin Williams as Teddy Roosevelt, and then it all goes to the museum. Uh, Rusty just kind of picks up Bones a little, like just helps lift Bones up, and just kind of redirects Bones uh, toward the geography exhibit. And it's like, just go do your thing. Get your mind off this. Just teach some kids about maps. Yeah. Yeah, maps are cool. See, Wally likes maps. Uh-huh. Now we got we got to go. There's something important with like a friend and and then. Wait, but I want, maps right? are cool. Can we... okay. No, you're right. You're right. okay. I let's... can go practice my map speech. <gasps> yeah, can we do maps at eight o'clock? Can we do snack and then maps? Snack maps. I thought that you liked Spock. I can be Spock. I'm Mister Spock. <gasps> now show me this very rational tortilla filled okay. with love. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Maps were invented in the early 1800s by a very smart man. And I love him. Oh no, they know nothing about maps. <laughs> I don't need to know anything. I'm a mansplainer. <laughs> That's right. So I think we are going to arrive at the the chamber. Because Rusty could have like clearance or some sort of key. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To yeah. The... You got all the keys. Yeah, I right? just... Take them when I see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's in here. In here. So it's this door. Okay. Okay, and then we, we were here earlier on the tour, and uh, Tarmi took the burrito and walked in there. Ta- so I, I think the burrito's probably still... Look, if you look through the window, it's just it's right there on that, that weird rock. It's just sitting on oh. it. Well, I've, I've actually never been in this part of the uh, museum. Oh, I've been here all the time. It's fine. Really? It's, yeah, my brother brings me here constantly. Well, like in the safety video, it said like, don't go in there. It's very, that's <laughs> it's very toxic. I haven't watched that video. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. not on YouTube. I don't. Oh, these kids and their Minecraft and okay. Can we play Minecraft? No. Can you show me Spock Minecraft later? No, they're just squares. We're not. In my day, we had The Sims. They weren't squares. What is this? And it was Sims? very cool. Okay. All right. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I just... Let me just open this here. Okay. So, you, you just go... It's right over... It's the burritos right over there. Okay. And then I am just going to look at this switch, because I think last time I turned it on, and then Tarmi was in a volcano. Okay. Tarmi. So gonna, who's Tarmi? What? What's... Tarmi was here earlier. She was is it like your imaginary kids. friend. No, it's a person. Is it like the bear? Like it's like oh, Tarmi. What do like? What do you mean, like the bear? Well, you know, like how Mister Bear is is, and your ma- is fake. Mister Bear is right here. But it's a. This is Mister Bear. It is a stuffed bear. Yeah. It, it would be Ill- illogical oh. for the bear to be human. <laughs> Wait, but no, he's to be real. He's he's re- he's real. He's right here, and sometimes that he waves. is a Wait. toy, a child's plaything. I okay. So sociologically, it's real in your so, imagination. So, but so I respect I don't know that. What that means. But so you're saying Tarmi's flesh and blood? Yes, she brought her sleeping bag here. We're gonna go like have snacks later. She's going to come to your, your Spock vol- volcano. Was that but, fan? Uh, but then was gone. Uh, Rusty goes into the uh, room. There's like a big glass wall, I guess, so you can see um, into I just it. Wave. 
Yeah, I'm just like, oh. It's right over there. It's on that rock. I really should it's have real more grown-up friends. Uh, so I go over and I, I look at the tantalizing burrito and I'm just I'm just having a protein crash. She's like, I need some some food. I'm very excited about this burrito. It's got sort of a weird sort of like heat coming off of it. I'm like, it's fresh. It's a fresh fresh burrito. The rock starts moving underneath it. Oh, gee. Oh my god. This is is this one of those like uh, is this like a an exhibit like an in, interactive I know that's why you can't go in there yet because it's in one of those interactive exhibits. Uh, and you see a little head pops out of the rock. And it's a little turtle. Oh, God, I hate turtles. Turtles! Oh, no, Wally, avert your eyes. This is not... You're, you're gonna... This, you're not getting a free show. You're gonna have to pay oh, to come okay, and see okay. this turtle later. Okay. And one of the turtle's arms is a little tentacle that comes out and takes a single grain of rice out of the burrito and eats it and then puts the his head and his tentacle back in. Oh, that is so unsanitary. <laughs> this disgust. Well, I just, I mean, it's better than eating that gross fake burrito that Bones made me. I mean, even though it was made with love, that's not, this is better. They said that it didn't exist. They said there were only 10. Oh, shoot, the switch. It was, uh, was uh, brother told me I was supposed to flip this switch, and now it's flipped back, so I'm going to flip the switch again. <laughs> 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 gonna do this all day <laughs> who else wants to come in here <laughs> last last scene before the break awesome oh, i've got ready. it oh i've got it born ready scene ends with the sound of the switch flipping from the previous scene right and okay. then this scene begins with the switch flipping back as wally's presumably like well but wait which is i can't remember which is regular which is ordinary yeah. position just of the keep switch moving it just flipping it back and forth which is when nathan rushes in and says wally no what are you doing what i just Wall- wally we talked about this the <laughs> needs of the many wally the, the needs of the many outweigh uh, my needs. Correct. That doesn't doesn't seem very nice. But outweighs right. the needs of the few, and the you few. are just one of your kind. <sighs> All right. Oh no! Is Rusty in there? Yeah. Nathan Rust- rushes to the glass and put his puts his hand to it. Rusty. Uh, How's the burrito? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's really good. The burrito is still in there. Yes. Have you tasted of the burrito, Rusty? Yes, but don't body shame me. No, it is a far more heroic thing that you have done than any before you have tried. What? You have you have eaten the burrito inside the uh, nuclear experimentation chamber. Oh, no. <laughs> they really should label things better here. We found that when it was labeled correctly, people would not enter the chamber. And it is vitally important that if people enter... Uh, we don't have time for that. Oh, my God. What's important, Rusty, now is that you tell me what you see as time begins to bend and coalesce around you. This is why we need labor unions. Um, I see... Okay, I see, like, you know... You know, in, like, the Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yes. There's, like, a tiny bear. Yes, the smallest of the three bears. <laughs> it's like a tiny bear. And then I also see, you know, it's like this monkey. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> it's got a yeah. hobbit's yeah. foot. It is important that you flip the switch one more time. Okay. Flip. Now, if we are lucky, Rusty may be able to find and rescue Tarmy. 
<gasps> what? Go to the glass and tell me what you see. Here, I'll hold Commander Mr. Bear. Commander? Oh, all right. <laughs> Just keep him safe. Okay. So, oh my god. Okay, so there's there's like... You're close. Okay, so there's there's multiple people in here. There's there's like a lot of people in here. Hey, I'm... But, I mean, I see, uh, I see Spock and I see Tarmi... Um, just wade through all the other people. <laughs> There's so many. I recognize some of these people from. I've to- I've given them, you know, museum tours. Some yeah. of these like, people. That kid really liked Spock. Some of them are wearing Spock. <laughs> Hello, Spock's the best. I try to like reach out to my fan, and they're just like, they're you're just... not the monkey with the hobbit foot. <laughs> he told me not to talk to you. Nathan flips the switch back, and we hear the machine in the room. <laughs> Wally, we are almost done. Um, okay. But now Commander what? Mr. Bear has new orders for us. I hand the bear back to you. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's take a little break. <laughs> That's the first half. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We added some tilts here in the middle to give us some elements to play with in the second half. Uh, Lucia, could you read the first one? Tragedy. Pain followed by confusion. And Will, could you read the second? Guilt followed by a showdown. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that? No, not hoedown. A showdown. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, either one could happen. You never know. We're doing a good job maintaining all of the elements we selected and set up. I'm very proud of us. And where last we left off... um, something confusing was happening with the nuclear turtle room right yes and now it it sounds like it was time to reintroduce bones and rusty now that rusty may have more belief that weird things are afoot since rusty has just been in the nuclear turtle room oh sure okay uh well um i can uh i can start i think bones dudeman is in the map room uh (laughs) pacing uh and uh rusty will enter let's do it and this map of china was invented in the early 1800s by a very smart man who discovered China. Um, I mean, there were already people there, but he discovered it, and and that's what China is. Okay, all right. And this map of China was discovered by the Rusty. This map of China was discovered by Federico Mapsman. How are you walking through the map? Rusty, Rusty, you're so sci-fi right now. Bones, thank you so much. That's all I ever wanted. I know. I try so hard. You're just more of a Lord of the Rings kind of gal. But you can pull (laughs) off that Spock with those cheekbones. And and also, why are you a weird hologram-looking specter? What happened? I told you something weird was happening. I I told you. I don't... You're right. I should have. I should have listened to you. I just that burrito you made me was so good. Was so good that I wanted more. So I went into the room where there was uh, m- another burrito that I was gonna get for you. Okay. And then I what, don't know. What room? You know, like in the training video, like when it was, it turned all like. You know, like, training in the, in the 1950s, there was a uh, nuclear room that, uh, you know, stop, drop, and roll, and don't go in the, the room. The bomb shelter, The yeah. bomb shelter room. Yeah, so, 
you know, I had one of those like keys because you know, like keys open doors. So I I've explained took this it. to you many times. You're welcome. Yeah. So I took it and I I went in. I went with that little kid Wally. He's kind of like my fanboy. And yeah, you have a lot of fans. I know. I just because I do the job at the museum, people like. Yeah. So I um, I just went in and and the stupid little kid pulled the switch and I was and I saw things you know things that did you see what I've seen around this museum every night when I wander the halls I walk I walk through the natural history part and I swear there's a bear following me but not just any bear you know the three little bears the three bears with Goldilocks yeah like the story he's the little one I swear it's the little one, and then, and then I go in, into the, in, in, into the room with all of the the insects, and and as I walk through the pinned insects, I see just out of the corner of my eye a monkey, but with the foot of a hobbit, and I swear he's hobbling behind me, holding that hobbit's foot. But when I turn, I do not see him anymore. Is that what you saw? Well. Okay, I think you kind of overexplained it, but uh, yeah, that's basically what I saw. Like, okay, I swear they're following me. Oh my god! And I see them. I see them in your volcano. What, what was when I saw it, it? It felt like I could feel like it was like deep inside me. Like I could relate to it. Like it was your friend. Yeah. Like like a part of me. Like I knew everything. This. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I knew me and the monkey that was holding a foot of a hobbit in the bomb shelter. <gasps> what are we going to do? I don't know. I mean, that kid, that kid could be in danger. Like, it felt dangerous. I seem okay now, right? Like, I'm totally normal right now. Rusty, I don't want to know how to break this to you, but... You know how normally you and I, we have two feet that are on the ground. We have hands we can use to open doors yeah, using human, handles yeah. and hinges. We can walk upon floors that are made of granite or rugs or steel. <laughs> but you now, you are floating in a way that is less like, you know, you usually have skin made of cells. Your skin seems to be made of pure energy and creepy sci-fi shit oh man can't you see that i mean look in the reflection of this map of china that was invented in 1800 by a very smart man federico maps man wow i guess i don't know am i gonna you gotta get me back in a body how do i do that i guess we could go get you one of the bodies out of the natural history wing but then you'd just be part of a different body and oh, that seems weird that would be very night at the museum we don't want that that's the last thing we want what's well, better than nothing maybe maybe there's like a spock like a, like a model of spock that you could put me in and then i could be spock you could finally be spock i could be spock on spock on Oh, okay. Uh, what about Tarmy? Is, <laughs> you uh, go for it. Corporal Tarmy, um, last seen floating in the volcano. Incorporeal Corporal Tarmy. Yes, and um, 
is uh, trying to maybe reach out to her best friend, Wally. <laughs> Mr. Bear, I don't know what's going on anymore. Ah. So they were all gone, and now they're, <laughs> now they're ghosts. And and Nathan told me to do it, and I don't. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should do it. I don't know. You keep saying the few and the many, and I don't know what that means. Wally, Wally, Mr. Bear, you can't talk. It's not Mr. Bear, dumbhead. What? Who's that? It's me. It's it's it's. Wait, is it is it? Is a picture talking to me right now? One of those weird, that painting, there's that, where am I? I'm in the Renaissance wing, and there's like this portrait. Let's talk. Are you in a portrait? What I'm do you in want? portrait. I play a duke in the portrait. Listen up, duke. <laughs> but I'm I'm me. I'm Tarmy. Oh, tar- that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Whew. I was you- getting real scared <laughs> that like paintings could talk to me. No, that would be for that. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Illogical. Yeah. So, uh. You, Highly. You're, um, hi, how's, how are you? Not good, Wally. I'm, you did this to me. I did, no, I did not. You're, you were too busy licking potato chips to care about me. You put me in the thing, I was a big ass turtle. Well, but Scary. You, you, you volunteered to go in there, that's how I remember it. Because I'm a curious little kid. Yeah, and look what happened, now you're a, a ghost kid. Yeah. Are you a ghost kid? Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> but I could be. I don't know. You gotta fix me. What am I supposed to do? Well, the thing is, now I'm a corporal. I'm Corporal Tarmy, but I'm not in corporeal form right now. Cor- corp- corporal. Okay. So I I'm need following. to get in a body. Okay. And you need to reverse... Whatever happened to me? Get you in a body. Okay, but where'd your body go? Because it's not in there anymore. I don't know. I'm in the painting. Oh, that's... Yeah, okay. I don't know. I just feel like... I just feel like... I don't know. Something like about... like I saw these like really ancient like creatures. Uh-huh. And I, just, like, I don't know why they want to take me out of my body... And I don't know what, th- what like, it's like they're trying to bring back these creatures or something. Bring back these creatures or something. Okay. You wouldn't know. You weren't in it. You didn't see No, I just I had my potato chips and there was a switch. And there was, a, like, I looked in because someone else went in. It was real dumb. I don't know why they would have gone in there. It wasn't my fault. That's for sure. And, um, and, oh then, God. and then they vanished, too. Um, and I couldn't see very well. There were, it seemed like there were lots of people in there. And then I think Mr. Bear jumps out of your hands and starts running down the hallway. Wait. What, mis- okay. All right. Tarmy, I know that you're a painting, but my Mr. Bear just ran away and um, I have to go follow him. Get that bear. Yeah, I'm going to go get that bear. Um, uh, have This looks like a nice place. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> so Wally goes chasing after Mr. Bear down the hallways. Um, and Mr. Bear is very spry and like, jumps a whole lot he's a commander (laughs) yeah yeah so like leaping down staircases and stuff like that and wally's got his little legs and he's trying really hard to keep up um and uh they are headed right into (gasps) the natural history wing Uh oh. 
Okay, so Wally <laughs> runs in slowly, taking his. He gets he gets in there and he starts creeping around because it's kind of dark. There's skeletons everywhere. And as he walks around a corner, he sees you holding Mr. Bear like outstretched. <laughs> And he's just like waving his little bear arms wildly (laughs) (laughs) and talking in some language I don't understand. It shall be done. While he runs around the corner, he stops, puts his hands on his hips. What what is going on over here? It's just like you said it would be, Commander. And suddenly, Wally has a flashback to when he first received Mr. Bear, which was at his fifth birthday party and yeah. his brother Nathan gave him it unwraps it and he's like oh my gosh it's a bear Walter we address bears with respect oh that's right okay it's um it's um um it's Mr. very good Walter Mr. Bear I respect you and your personhood Mr. Bear I believe you two are going to be good friends okay we're just gonna sit here Look at this book together. What are you boys doing? What? Nothing. I'm just getting a present because it's my birthday. What's going on, my son, Wally? And Nathan, good to see you. Hello, Walter's mother. (laughs) Are you getting along with your brother? I look at Walter. I look back at mother figure. I am, yes, mother. I'll leave you to it. Okay, he got me a bear and we're going to sit in silence together. You're such good boys. Well, you're a good boy, Wally. And you, a good Nathan. Thank you, Mother. Flash forward. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan, what is going on with Mr. Bear? And you, you, I don't understand because he doesn't talk. Remove, but now he's doing both things. Do you really believe that Mr. Bear does not talk or move? I mean, I assumed so when I told him all of my secrets, like, this whole time. <laughs> Wait, don't make fun of me, Mr. Bear. But we have, I've heard you explain to others how Mr. Bear, in fact, is a real person. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know. You had absorbed and honored him as part of your collective familial unit. Well, I mean, yeah, but it was mostly like, you know, I used my my friend and that's, oh, it's not like, it's not like we're going to be on the baseball team together or anything, because <laughs> you Walter, this is taking a toll on Commander Bear. Commander Mr. Bear. Commander Mr. Commander Mr. Bear. Did you want to play baseball, Mr. Bear? You want to Oh, okay. I I didn't re I'm you I feel like you could have explained this a little bit more, Nathan. I was under orders. I apologize. We're un- but what? but but Wally. Uh-huh. What I can tell you is yeah. that it is time for you to understand a little bit more about your purpose here. Wait, my purpose? I thought I was just going to go to school, and then I, and now I have snacks. It's like snacks in 10 minutes. You have been the teacher this whole time. What? You are not simply Walter. You are not simply Walter, Allian. What? I'm not? No, I am. That's that's my name. It's on my... You are, as far as we are concerned, Professor Walter Allian. You have been teaching commander mr bear this whole time he has been reading what? your books with you learning what? your language with you what we owe you a great debt we we are you and mr commander bear you're on you're both both of you is he your friend no he's my friend he's your friend okay he's and my commanding him. officer he's hold on he's your commander oh i thought this was just like like a pretend title but this is real 
Where, what are you, how are you from? Where, what's our commander-ing? I don't even have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. Okay, that, that makes sense. Um, I accept this and we'll... <laughs> I know this hurts and I know it's confusing, but uh, soon you will understand. Okay. Um, do I get, is Mr. Bear going to stay my friend? Can we still go apparently? Well, that's up to Commander Mr. Bear. Yeah. Mr. Bear can talk. Mr. Commander Bear. All right. Well, I think it's pretty clear what's happening and what happens next. So go for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I've got it. So now uh, the, the, the unified team of the aliens. The, the aliens. W- w- Wally and Nathan and Mr. Commander Mr. Bear can return to the nuclear experimental chamber. <laughs> Perfect. Place Mr. Bear into the chamber. Okay. If all goes well, Mr. Bear will conduct his experiments out in the hypersphere plane of existence, whatever, and somebody will then get installed in Mr. Bear. And I don't know who it will be because we don't. It, it's it, there's so many people out there. Who knows which of the various people yeah. that are floating around yeah. will get Mr. Bear's body? Makes sense. Wow. Right. And if fortunately, if Tarmy comes back, then we, then then and we can get Tarmy's cell phone, then we have proof of the missing link, and we can complete our mission on this planet. Wow. But who who can say how that will turn out? So with uh, uh, Mr. Bear striding confidently into the acceleration chamber <laughs> well nathan salutes wally, wally salutes <laughs> wally you may not be reunited with mr bear on this plane of existence in this timeline but you will be reunited believe in that okay and flip the switch okay waves in the window okay. bye mr bear bye bye flip <laughs> hello oh oh dear and rusty looks down and is (laughs) a little stuffed bear did it work i don't know what's going on in there uh hey guys i'm back um mr bear can talk now like all the way. This is, I'm a good professor. Hey, Wally. Wally, can you narrow down which of the human organisms is currently inside Mr. Bear? The I don't know. Was did, do you know? Do you remember a volcano? Volcano. Watch your language, Wally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I think that's um I think that's Spock. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Which wait? That's really cool. It's me, Rusty Belt. Who? A.K.A. Spock impersonator. Yeah, see, it's Spock. Oh, the one who imitates alien activity and behavior. Yes. Im- imitate? I'd say that I become it, that I channel. Rusty? Rusty? What are you all doing in here? This place is off limits. This is the bomb shelter. What? Bones! This bomb shelter was invented in the early 1800s by a very smart man, and none of you should be doing experiments in here. I'm just flipping switches and licking potato chips. Nathan. Nathan. It's me. Nathan, what are you doing? Dr. Dudeman, we appear to have a problem. Perhaps you can help us. Oh, okay. What's the problem? We are attempting to retrieve an object from hyperspace, and we do not know how to control what objects or people return to this plane of existence in the bodies that we provide for them. At this moment, your friend Rusty is inside this bear. Obviously. Can you explain to us how it would be possible for me to adjust this device so that we can summon the the exact person that we wish from hyperspace and place it into this bear? Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... Uh, okay, well, I, I have a lot of information uh, based on my, my years of work at this museum, and um, 
Well, let's start at the beginning here. Do you know what a door is? You'll have to back up. Okay. So a door is a, well, it's sort of like a, like a portal or a, 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 a interchange, a transition between one room and another room or mm, the like inside. Some form of interstitial threshold. Spe- precisely it. And, uh, and that transition space, that door, seems to be your problem here. See, you've got, you've got things in hyperspace, and then you have a, a very inaccurate door between hyperspace and here. Mm. So what you need to do is is fix the hinges, metaphorically. Hinges. Do you know what hinges are? So a hinge is made something made of brass. No, I know a, what a hinge is. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, you're just finishing my sentences. Yeah, please. I, I forget we're best friends now that you look like a tiny bear. Please pick me up. Oh, absolutely, Rusty. I want to be held. Wait, that's my bear. I want to be. Don't don't let him hug me. No problem. Thank oh. you. I'm very old, even though I'm a bear. I'm forty. I want to be held by no kid. 40 is the new 20. Thank you. You always know how to make me feel better. So that is statistically inaccurate. However, the door. Yes. Dr. Dude Man. The door. That's what we need. The door. We need to tune in the door just like we need to tune in the evolutionary door between humans and monkeys. That missing link. It's all about the link. This is what I've been telling you, Nathan. It is beginning to make sense to me. It's a good thing you're here, Dr. Dudeman. We may need your help. Absolutely. Well, I have long suspected, as I have told many people in my journals over the years, that the door between hyperspace and now space is not a burrito, as we had thought, but instead a quesadilla. <gasps> There's something about the configuration of the tortilla that makes it better. A better door. It's sort of like a hinge. Do you know what a hinge is? Does anybody need me to explain a hinge? I went to hinge school for three years. I, don't, no, I, I think we're good on hinges. Okay. I think we have All the... All right. Well, does that yeah, help? Yeah. We'll make your calculations. We'll make your adjustments. And we'll see if your expertise can solve this problem of ours. It's all up to you now, Bones. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um... I want to do a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think to door school. To door school, Hinge yeah. School. Bones and Rusty. Uh, we went to high school together, and uh, we're meeting up a year later. Um, we both went off to went away from town for a year and learned things, and then came back and we're meeting back in my parents' basement where we we used to watch Star Trek together and uh, and drink Sunny D. <laughs> eat burritos rusty my man Aww. lady what's up oh not much dude man i'm just i've been looking forward to this for so long you look amazing how is the sunny coast where you were oh man it, it was good it was good but i miss being back here and you know being in, in in the old basement being able to just put on an episode of you know D9 or Next Gen or... Yeah, or Toss. Toss is my jam. You know that. Yeah. Spock. Man, I wish I could be Spock. But instead, I just go to hinge school every day. If only I had those cheekbones. I know. I know, but it's okay. (laughs) We can't all be blessed, you know. You're blessed with so much information and 
the ability to explain hinges to people yeah and other things that don't need to be explained i know (laughs) well what have you been doing all year your letters are not very specific oh well i've just been you know working on my bod you know i really love my my body hope i never lose it Mm. you know so i've been just sort of going to the gym and trying to fit into my spock pants and i mean i didn't want to tell you this what I've been working on a Spock impression. But you know that's my thing. <laughs> you know that's my thing. I always say, like, illogical or Jim, we can't do it. Well, that's where I learned it from, you know? I just like watching you and watching Star Trek, you know, but mostly watching you. Yeah, I know. I'm always talking about Star Trek stuff like hyperspace transitions. Transitions. And the importance of, of being earnest. <laughs> and the burrito transition doors. With hinges. I, I swear this is going to be the thing. This is going to be what creates the singularity that enables us to travel through time. It's got to do with cheese. I know it does. Yeah, well, I just want to focus on my acting, you know. <laughs> like, you can, you know, you can do that, that science-y stuff. And I just that wanna... makes me so much more Spock than you. Science is not just acting. Science science is just acting. You just are like, here's a volcano. Here is, you know, you put some glitter in a bottle of water and shake it up. It's like a vortex. Here's a good idea, though. What if a volcano was made by a Vulcan? A volcano. Vulcan, like a Spock is a Vulcan. You don't even I know I should this. write this down. <laughs> Spock is half Vulcan. You don't know any of this. Well, listen. I know so much. There's like a whale from space. We gotta save it. That's true. I just, I just wanted you to be proud of me. I knew how much you love Spock, and you know, I knew that I could properly fill out the costume. And all right, well, let's make this agreement. You and I, in twenty years, will be working together in a museum. Yeah, that's a great idea. We could use my science and your acting and and teach kids about science and and learn research stuff. It's a great idea. And then we can still eat burritos and drink sunny tea together. Yeah. But instead of a basement, we'll be in a museum. It's a really good idea. Okay. Well, Rusty, I'm going to go get more sunny tea from the garage. Can you you pass me some tea? You got it. So Rusty is in Mr. Bear now. Yeah. And so I guess I, I'm being held by Bones and we're trying to um, figure out how to uh, get Tarmi back, I guess. Yeah, is it all of us still in the nuclear room? I guess so. Okay. All of us in the nuclear room. Well, did you apply my hinge theory, Nathan? Is it going to work? I've input all of your calculations. If you are right, then this will work. Okay. Are you sure you don't need me to explain what hinge is? <sighs> I am sure. Okay. I'll write it down in case anybody needs it for later. It's not necessary. I have your Tumblr page. Well, so the, the hinge is like the thing that's in the door. like That, makes... that has the pin and it connects it. You know what? He's right. You can just look at howhingeswork.tumblr.com. <laughs> it's pretty much laid out there. That will be my legacy. So what do we need to do? My mission was simple. However, now that we have so many test cases lost in hyperspace, 
The question is whether or not we can put your friends back into appropriate their original bodies so that we can undo this damage before it is time to leave and present our findings to the alien interstellar fleet and what about the origin of humanity. And what happens if you can't prove to the interstellar fleet that humans are... Well, if we have someone that come and testify, it'll be fine. And if we have a bunch of people stuck in hyperspace, then, you know, it happens. Science is messy. Okay, all right. Um, so just a bunch of people will be missing forever. It happens all the time. Okay, some would call that stakes. You don't seem to care at all. My mission was simple. I'm almost done. Uh, we just have to get the miss- proof of the missing link here. Now, Wally, it's your friend. What is Tarmy like? Tarmy likes, um, I don't know, stuff, I guess. Do you miss your bear? Yeah. It's real sad now my bear's mad at me and won't talk to me. Um, don't get, don't give me to him. It's really sad. Painful, even. It is. It's been my best friend for, for so long. No, don't. He's not to... like Tarmy. Tarmy's just like I met Tarmy last year. Oh my god! In uh, in fourth grade, Tar- Tarmy got put in my class, and we got to sit next to each other. Tarmy's his age. They should be friends. I don't want us. Don't guilt me into this. Okay. All right. Well, I have. I think a solution. No. We'll get a quesadilla. Nathan, do you know how to make a quesadilla? Of course. I make a mean quesadilla. That's true. Can you make a quesadilla? We'll put it in here on top of the turtle and then we'll put this bare body with Rusty's spirit in it back into the machine um, and then we'll flip a switch. Does everybody here know what a switch is? I do. I'm a professor of switches. All right, Professor Switch. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, it's this little thing on the wall here in the up position. We'll create a <sighs> electronic... All right, I can hear you sighing. I concur. Uh, we'll get, and then we'll, we'll need one more body to move Rusty's bo- spirit into, and then we should get Tarmy back. I can't get back into my own body? I don't know. Where's your body, Rusty? I have an idea. Wally, you go grab the Spock mannequin from our The History of Science Fiction section. Okay. I can, I can do that. Okay. Okay. It's by the Kurt Cobain section. Yeah. Yeah, that makes, yeah. And the Jimi Hendrix section. I'm not allowed to go in that section. No, this is unsavory. While he runs away. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll get the quesadilla, and we'll get the, the Spock mannequin, and we'll get it all there, and uh, that should be all we need, don't you think? Yeah, sure. And then we'll close this door. Now, in order to close the door, we will need to turn the handle, and then move the door to a closed position, and then turn the handle again, and uh, are you ready? Let's flash forward to when we have all I got stuff. it! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, Wally? It's really heavy. This are, this. Mannequins are heavy. You flip that switch. I can do it. By Rusty. Hopefully this will work. Out. (laughs) Out. Hopefully this will work out, they were saying, because you'll understand someday, Wally. We finish each other's. Words in alignment. For able to communicate. Sentences. Okay. Flip. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, I'm feeling very logical. <gasps> oh my god, Rusty, you made it into the mannequin. Now did Tarmy get into the bear? Hello? <gasps> what? Am I in mis- Mr. Bear? Yeah, you're a bear. Oh my god, does that mean I'm a commander now? 
No, technically no. Still corporal? Yes. You're a corporal? Yeah. I'm a professor now. You missed it, but it's really cool. Tommy, do you have your cell phone? Wait, yeah, I always keep it in my pocket. He pulls it out of the little bear little bear pouch that Wally had kinda cut into the bear to hide snacks in. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my cell phone. The iPhone tennis. Is it will this do for proof of the missing link? It's perfect. And will your alien friends help us release all these people from hyperspace? If they are satisfied with the proof, then yes. Okay. Well, let's hope that happens. How are we on tilts? Like, what happens now? I guess I don't. I don't know. Well, right. so we've had a lot of pain and confusion, so we I think we're good on that one, right? The the showdown is what I'm curious about. Okay, I, right? I have a plan okay, to get, get us great. ready for this one. Okay. Uh, so this is just going to be a quick scene because everyone feels really good right now. I think, and you know, let's go test out this Spock body and let's go wander around the museum. But Wally is unhappy. <laughs> Because while there is a fuzzy bear around, it is not Commander Mr. Bear. So he decides that he's going to get Mr. Bear back. He goes back into the natural history wing and he finds the T-Rex skeleton. He's like, oh, that's way too big for me to carry. So what's a smaller thing that's kind of similar to that, like that I could carry? And he finds a Velociraptor skeleton. And he picks that up and carries it into the chamber. And now there's a quesadilla, so he knows how it works. Um, and he, he just tries it. He just stands outside and he goes, Mr. Bear, Mr. Bear, come back, come back, Commander Mr. Bear. And he flips the switch. <laughs> Is it that Commander Mr. Bear? Is that you? <laughs> yes. So cool. Come on. Let's go show all our friends that you're now this awesome skeletal velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is Mr. Bear happy about this? Maybe he doesn't like how Nathan is going about all of this. Mm. Yeah, I've seen the other side. It's no good there. (laughs) I feel like Mr. Bear then immediately jumps out in his creepy Velociraptor skeleton body Uh um, and chases Nathan down the hallway. Wait, I wanted a hug! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Nathan flees the only place that he knows that that the Velociraptor skeleton can't get in because even even knowing how to open doors, you know what doors are, right? Even knowing how to open doors, <laughs> sorry, um, everyone. <laughs> uh, 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 the only place it's safe because it will because it is such a secure lock, and because it's the last place that anyone that, that the Velociraptor would want to return to. Nathan hides in the nuclear room. Oh, gosh. after after a long chase oh, throughout sure. the museum of knocking over mummies and ladders and skeletons and stuff, then Nathan runs back into the nuclear room. The question is, I suppose, is first of all, do we know where the Tarmi and the bear are right now? Still, I'm curious about. Uh, Tarmi and the bear. I think you're just kind of like hanging out with with the Spock mannequin and um, cool. Bones because like, they're adult supervision, Great. kind of, and cool. she's very freaked out. So will will Mister Bear and Wally, who are kind of in tandem outside the the, the chamber, do they they've got Nathan trapped? I don't know what you want to yeah. do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Half, halfway through, Wally jumps on the back of Mister Bear. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. riding around. <laughs> <laughs> commander the commander Mister Bear Velociraptor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The cavalry. The cavalry. <laughs> so Nathan uh, uh, locked into the chamber uh, in an attempt to, to, to get out of here. We'll uh, 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 reconfigure the burrito and the and the rock turtle mm. and such. And then uh, uh, kind of while you two are gallivanting about, and then we'll, we'll beg Wally to flip the switch again. <laughs> this will take me to space. I can make my transmission. I can make my, I can plead my case to the aliens, to the Interstellar Federation of Star naval forces yeah that sounds good that's what you told me you wanted to do all the time i just i thought you were kidding kidding i just i difficult concept yeah. would you please flip the switch wally of 
I mean, yeah. I I have have fun making your report. Wally, it's me, Mr. Spock. Oh, <gasps> Spock. Moving kind of jerkily like a mannequin. I don't know, <laughs> Wally. Maybe if you and uh, Rusty's trying to act really well. <laughs> maybe if you examine the data of what is going on, your brother Nathan, was he ever really a brother to you? Has he ever really acted in your interest or just in the interest of his people? Well, he always said that he was acting in the interests of uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So that's that seems good. And Mr. Bear is digging through the garbage and finds the crappy burrito uh, that Bones made for Rusty. And while you're talking, he <laughs> opens the door to the chamber and throws the burrito in and it lands on top of the turtle and he flips the switch. Nathan's uh, 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 form is briefly illuminated as like a skeleton inside a sphere of light as he's half disintegrated as he's, he's transmitted through space time. And uh, 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 the phone reaches the Interstellar Confederation as Nathan's atoms in the phone and everything are scattered across the time stream. The aliens get the phone and are like, oh, so that explains it. Now we know what the missing link is. This all makes sense. So we can go ahead and take these people out of hyperspace. But Nathan, uh, his, his flesh form is scattered all throughout the universe, <laughs> but his skeleton is uh, left in the Earth somewhere long ago as sands and, and, and grit and gravel accumulate around it so that it actually turns out he's one of the skeletons in the museum. That was a good epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do other quick epilogues? When that all happened and all the forms are returned, does that mean that both, that uh, Rusty and um, Tarmi are returned back to their bodies? That's up to you. Well, Tarmi stayed in the body of commander mr bear um which kind of like fit her voice and she was like very cute um and she kind of like you know had shirley temple's career like first she was in a lot of movies and then she you know started to you know retired at an early age and became a civil servant nobody really believed her story Uh um and they thought maybe she was a a missing link because she was a live little bear human but uh, luckily, uh, Rusty Belt did um, return to their human form, um, but their cheekbones were slightly uh, lower. So she, she decided to just sort of like follow Leonard Nimoy's like life and just started to like become a photographer of nice. like curvy nudes, and um, <laughs> you know, just like was things were never the same between Rusty and her BFF Bones Dudeman. Uh, Bones Dudeman continued to work at the museum, giving tours every day at 9 a.m. and then 10, 11, 12, and so on. Uh, but he didn't explain doors as much. He mostly just talked about how much he loved quesadillas and Star Trek. Wow. Well, Professor Wally Allian and um, Commander Mr. Bear Velociraptor um, <laughs> became an interstellar-like exploratory team, like very Indiana Jones-ish. Um, very Buck Rogers, and so they get somehow they build a very small rocket, and they just go flying around. Um, you know, not with the interstellar fleet, but you know, like they have they have parties and stuff. Does the Velociraptor ride on the outside because it's a skeleton, so it doesn't need yes. to breathe? Uh huh. 
And so then he can like spin around and fix things when they get broken in the middle of the whole flight. Please tell me the Velociraptor skeleton has a bubble helmet anyway. (laughs) It doesn't attach to anything. It's just a bubble helmet and a skeleton. Somebody (laughs) make some fan art (laughs) (laughs) on the Kinshaw skeletons. Fantastic. That's our story. That's the museum, everybody. Uh, I have been Angela M. Weber. I'm Richard Molina. And uh, our wonderful guest, Lucia Fasana, tell the nice people how to find you on the internet. Hello, you can find me um, on Facebook at Lucia Fasano Art or on Twitter at Lucia underscore Fasano, L-U-C-I-A underscore F-A-S-A-N-O. And I just launched a Patreon and you can get my album Radio Silence on iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp, Spotify, what have you. It is not silent. No, it's quite loud. (laughs) Watch (laughs) us. Will Heinmarch, thank you so much for coming back all the way from Chicago. All of you, not just your skeleton. <laughs> How can the nice people find out more about you? I also have a Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash wordwill, W-O-R-D-W-I-L-L. Uh, when I am on Twitter, which is occasionally, I am at wordwill. And you can read my essays and such at magic-circles.net. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Wow, <laughs> 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 <laughs>